Hey everyone, Xavier here, and welcome to the very first episode of Real Talk, the Cyber Club's interview series. In this episode, we talk to Thomas Brown. Thomas is a senior cybersecurity engineer by day and a cybersecurity career blogger by night at cybertommy.com. He holds multiple degrees, such as a bachelor's in information systems, a master's in business administration, and a master's in cybersecurity. On top of his degrees, he's also Security Plus, CISSP, and CAPM certified. In this episode, Thomas and I discuss his work experience before IT, his eventual transition into information technology, his career aspirations, and advice for those wanting to enter the field. Thomas also enjoys mentoring other information technology professionals and encourages mentees to contact him via Instagram at cyber.tommy. Thank you guys for tuning in. We hope you guys enjoy the show. Thank you. So saying back to high school, what was Thomas in a high school like? <clears throat> Yeah, uh, man, the Thomas you see like today is not the Thomas back then, right? Um, right. You know, you know, tech was really not you know a part of mm. me growing up, right? It mm. just wasn't. You know, um, I didn't get my first computer until I was like, I want to say like sixteen, right? And mm. this was back in like two thousand one, right? So mm. you know, I'm an old guy. Yeah. Um, you know, and tech just wasn't big for me. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, you know, being here today is like, wow, you know, because if you would have asked me, like, when I was like 15, like, what, you know, what are you going to be? You know, tech would have been anywhere inside the conversation. Right, right. So what role did that computer really play in your life? Was it just kind of like a hobbyist thing? Just kind of doing homework? How did that first computer? Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, um, I don't say it was a hobby. Um, I got it because, you know, uh, you know, my school like really took a shift from like pen and paper, right? Mm -hmm. To actually, all right, you have to type a report now. Mm -hmm. So that forced my parents to actually buy me a, a computer. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, like, I did feel some type of connection to it, right? But I just mm. really didn't know then, you know, like, you know, mm. how vital, you know, technology would play in my life at that point. I just knew it was a computer and I use it to do homework. Okay, awesome. That's good. That's yeah. not a bad start. At least you learned a little bit about it before you actually yeah. got into it. Um, right. So you're a veteran, you spent nearly, or maybe even over a decade in the army. Is that when you got your first interest in technology or uh, did it come before uh, after that? Actually, no. <laughs> oh, really? It okay. came, yeah. Well, um, it came towards the end of my career, right? Mm -hmm. So I thought I was going to be a lifer, right? I thought I would retire, you know. Um, I thought that, you know, like once I got out of high school because I joined right out of high school, mm -hmm. you know, because... That was like my only option really, you know? Mm -hmm. So I thought, all right, you know, I'm gonna retire, you know, I'm gonna be here forever, right? Right. Um, but I think around 2009, you know, mm -hmm. you know, as I started to mature, mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna be in the military forever. You know, this mm -hmm. is not something that I wanna do forever, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's when I was like, all right, so if you do get out the military, mm -hmm. what are you going to do? Right. And so I did a quick search on the net, right, for like careers of the future. <laughs> and 
you know, something stuck out to me. It was something called information assurance. Mm. And I was like, what is information assurance? So I started to research, in, you know, that more. And, um, and as I started to go deeper into it, then I discovered hacking. I discovered cybersecurity. And I was like, all right, this is something that I might want to do in the future. Uh, so I enrolled in a degree program and I haven't looked back. And how far into your um, career, um, your, your army career until you made that choice? Uh, this was probably year, um, man, I would say it was probably year seven, year mm -hmm. seven. Let me see, I joined in 2003. Mm -hmm. So it's about year six or seven. Okay. Uh, when I was like, okay, you know, this is not for me. You know, now yeah. mm -hmm. at that point in your career, you're usually a lifer, right? It's right, like, right. <laughs> you're staying in forever because, you know, mm -hmm. if you hit that year four mark or that year five mark, it's like, mm -hmm. you know. Might as well retire, yeah. <laughs> Get yeah, a nice pension. yeah. Okay, yeah. awesome, awesome. That's cool. So um, as you know, I'm in a transitional period going from one career to another, the same way you did back then. How was that transition for you from going from all these leadership roles in the army into getting a new start into IT? How did that go for you? Bad. <laughs> it, it, it was not easy. I'm going to tell okay. you, it was not easy. So mm -hmm. as I said, um, around 2009, I started to like think, all right, it's time to, you know, start preparing for when I do get out the army, mm -hmm. right? I didn't actually get out the army until like 2015. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, five to six years later. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I was able to finish my degree, you know, right before I got out of the army. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, cool. I have a degree. Mm -hmm. I have a plan. Let's do it. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, it was just not that easy. Um, I applied for hundreds of jobs and I was just wow. getting no traction, nothing. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. so how long do you think it took you to get your first help desk role? How long do you think it took? I want to say I got on 2015. I think mm -hmm. my first help desk role was in 2016. Uh, so wow. about a year and a half probably that it actually took me to land that role. And that yeah. role was all by luck, really. Mm, okay. Okay. That's awesome, man. That's a persistence applying for a whole year and waiting it out. That's awesome, just, man. I respect it. Hit <laughs> and submit and just waiting. Yeah. yeah. I understand that. Um, okay. So can you, let's fast forward a little bit. So you said mm -hmm. it took you about a year to get your first role. Um, mm -hmm. How did some of your early uh, first roles out of the military go? Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know how, if you have experience in the help desk, right? But it's I not do. a place I'm currently. I'm, I'm sorry oh, to cut you okay. off. I'm currently in the office, oh, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So you probably can like can like see where I'm probably coming from, right? It's like, it's not mm -hmm. a place that I would like to go back to. Um, I actually did end up back there, but that's for a different story. Mm -hmm. uh, so the first help desk role um, I got and brand new to tech, right? Mm -hmm. My first tech job, mm -hmm. no experience, all right? Mm -hmm. And I go in there like, all right, <laughs> what am I doing here? Like, I, I'm here to do cyber, but I'm at the help desk. So mm. I had to just learn it, man. I had to just mm. 
open a book, you know, get like an A plus book and just learn, you know, just, um, you know, learn the basics because I had, you know, the cyber part down. I just didn't have those basics, right? Like how to change an I, you know, an IP address, right? Mm -hmm. Like how to change a, a password. Like I didn't right. know any of that, right? So I, I had to learn all that while I was actually on the job. Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. So I like that you already went into the help desk role wanting to get into cybersecurity. Um, mm -hmm. Even though back then in the early 2000s or mid 2000s, it was called uh, information assurance. That's awesome that um, while you're in college and outside of, uh, you know, getting out of the military, you navigated around there. So that's awesome to hear, man. It's awesome. So thank you. So I know that now you're in a senior cybersecurity engineering role. Mm -hmm. um, you, lead a, you lead a team. Um, how does leadership and IT really differ uh, compared to the military. Um, where are your strengths you found? What are the weaknesses you found? Could you kind of touch on that a little bit? Um, absolutely, it's drastically different. Okay. Uh, now, just to put this into perspective, right? Mm -hmm. um, I work for a contracting company and we contract for the government, mm -hmm. right? Um, actually, we contract uh, for the military, actually. Mm -hmm. um, and when I was in the military, you know, things are more structured, right? right. You know, there's, you know, there's times, right? If, mm -hmm. you know, like you have to be at work, you know, at this time, right? And if you're not there at this time, you know, then there's a consequences, right? Yeah, push-ups, you know, all, yeah. <laughs> all the above, all the above, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So my, how I led in the army, you know, mm -hmm. was I led by control, right? In a sense, right? Because, you know, like you have to have like control of your environment, you know, but I also led with compassion, mm -hmm. right? Um, you know, I was not, you know, always that guy who's like, you know, hey, do this, 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 and that. No, you know, like I was able, you know, to build rapport with my soldiers, but mm -hmm. I was able still to have that control that I needed to command mm -hmm. troops, right? Mm -hmm. um, transfer that to what I do now, right? It's a more relaxed environment. Like it's like an actual tech environment, you know, like there's no mm -hmm. yelling, there's no screaming, there's no, hey, you better be here at, you know, X hour, right? You know, like mm -hmm. we, we actually, you know, we don't have like a set time where we actually have to be into work, you know, um, as long as things are done, as long as our tasks are complete, you know, um, and we work, you know, our set time, you know, it's, right. it's a pretty relaxed environment. Um, I do say, you know, it's a bit more politicking going mm -hmm. on because I work with, you know, very, you know, with a diverse team, you know, right. of, a, you know, like of a skill sets, right. Um, mm -hmm. And each, and each uh, person on the team, you know, does a particular function, right. Mm -hmm. And even outside the team, right. Uh, when we have to like politic for, resources right? Right, right and like for people you know um so i think you know in this particular role i am you know more of a um you know i'm just more of you know a regular person i, I don't even consider myself a leader right because mm, we all you know we you know it's you know we all are on the same team Right. You know, I am, so, you know what, no, I'm more of like a project manager, right? Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm more like a, a project manager, 
right? I assign resources, right? I make sure, you know, tasks are complete, you know, when they are supposed to be complete, you know, um, but I also work as well. So, um, you know, so yeah. Okay, I like that. That, that kind of segues right into my next question. Um, I found this while looking at, you know, at, I guess, future positions for myself once I get further into my college career. It seems like cybersecurity engineer is more of like an umbrella term. So in your words, you've been in this position for a little while now. Could you define what a senior cybersecurity is? And could you kind of break down uh, a cybersecurity engineer? I'm sorry. Can you, can you kind of break down those uh, tasks and responsibilities throughout the day? Yeah, absolutely. So before I go into you know depth with that particular question, mm-hmm. um, I will have to say this, uh, that I can only speak for yourself the government contracting side right oh, okay okay i don't really know how you know it is in the private sector because you know most of my cyber experience is for the government right mm-hmm. but i will say this that there is a kind of an issue that we face right mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, coming up with these job titles right. for example you know um I worked in a company as a cybersecurity analyst. I worked mm-hmm. in I worked in a company as an ISSO, right? Mm-hmm. And now I'm a cybersecurity engineer, right? <clears throat> um, and I will tell you that each of those different, you know, names for positions or titles are mm-hmm. they kind of do similar things, right? Mm-hmm. So in this particular realm. Um, you can have a name, you know, mm-hmm. any name you want, but you're probably doing the same thing, right? You're probably working um, within the RMF framework and you're doing mm-hmm. something within the RMF framework, you know? So, but the term cybersecurity engineer, as it relates to me, is I more so build controls into mm-hmm. Uh, the system development lifecycle, right? Mm-hmm. Back before uh, the, back before um, before I got into cyber, mm-hmm. um, companies would build systems, and then they will, and then they would layer controls on top of the systems. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's a big push for hey, we built systems and controls at the same time right mm-hmm. you know like through each stage of the system of the system development life cycle there are controls that are built into each stage so mm-hmm. that's pretty much what i do now like from the start of the system to when the system is decommissioned you know i you know i make sure that there are controls in place to keep that particular system secure Another thing that I do is I'm more on the continuous monitoring side, Mm -hmm. right? So I review vulnerability scans, I review compliance scans, um, I determine what needs to be fixed, I write Mm -hmm. the code to fix it, Mm -hmm. I then test that code, and Mm -hmm. then I write a report, and then I release that code to the customer. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Awesome. That's very, thanks for the in-depth. Uh, <laughs> when I read engineer, I didn't expect all that. So that's a, that's good to know and know to expect for the future. It's also good yeah. for our viewers too. Yes, sir. So I know your next goal is to get even further um, into leadership, like a CSER, maybe even a CIO. 
Um, could you express to you know our listeners um, a little bit about your you know your your steps to your next role? Yeah. So uh, right now, uh, I'm really trying to focus on um, mm. really getting my next role in a more of a managerial type capacity, mm. right? Mm. I'm really because you know though I. I lead my particular project, you know, I'm not considered a manager, right? Kind of like a team lead almost. Yeah, you know, exactly. Exactly. Um, So I would like to have that title and those, you know, and those managerial responsibilities. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that will really help me, you know, uh, pivot, you know, into uh, the role that I Mm -hmm. see myself attaining down the road. Okay, awesome. And does that contain uh, maybe doing that for another company or even creating your own company for yourself? (laughs) That's actually a very good question because Mm -hmm. um, I think you and I talked about this. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I'm currently in the process of starting my own company, right? Mm -hmm. And, And I would like to do it you know, to be, you know, uh, to have that role in my company, but mm-hmm. I would have to take on a more, you know, you know, it's my company, right? So me doing like these mundane cybersecurity tasks would probably be not the best, you know, thing for me, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that I would probably have to like, you know, hire someone else to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but be- before I really uh, launch my company, um, I would hope to do it within the company I'm in now. You know, it's a very mm-hmm. large company, um, mm-hmm. and you know, very I large. I can't say it on here, but it's it's massive. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> massive. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, if an opportunity comes along that mm-hmm. I can do it in another company, then it's something that I would consider. Okay, awesome. That's good to know, man. Um, look forward to it, and hopefully, we make that transition. We get you back on and talk about uh, all the money you're making. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, is it way more than now? Then wow. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Yeah. So that'd be great. I'd like to go and transition into advice mm-hmm. for um, students or even enthusiasts. Um, you know, mm-hmm. podcast is hosted by me, a college student, and my good friend Aries, also a college student. Um, yeah. So to segue into that, um, I was looking over your um, your LinkedIn the other day, and I noticed that you didn't. Uh, test and pass for security plus until one year after your very first bachelor's degree. Um, was that a conscious decision? And if so, why did you wait to pursue certifications? Uh, that was kind of a mistake. Okay. And it was more so a mistake, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I planned to get all my certs once I was done with school, mm-hmm. right? There was a small, there was a brief period in my life, like the last year of me being in the army, I was like, you know, am I really ready to get out of the army, right? Mm -hmm. So I was kind of going back and forth, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. I was kind of going back and forth and still trying to finish my degree. And people were like saying, hey, you should just sign back up, you know, it's, you know, the army is an easy life, you know, blah, 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 blah. So there was a brief period where I was like, all right, I might stay in. Mm. Obviously, I didn't, right? Mm. Um, so fast forward, I got out. I was like, all right, it's time to study for my certs, right? Mm. 
but I had actually went directly into my MBA program. Mm, so okay. I didn't have time to study for my certs, right? Mm. So it was like, I got out of the army. I went directly into my MBA program. Mm. Um, and the only reason why I got my security plus was because my first help desk job, they said, hey, if you want this job, you need to get the security plus. Mm, kind of forced. That's through. why, mm. yeah, that's why I uh, got it. Uh, I studied for about two weeks and like hard, like oh. all day, all day, all day. And I took it, passed it, and that's how I got that job. So if you mm. see the date I got my cert and then you see the date I got my very first job, they will mm. pretty much line up perfectly. Oh, wow. That's that's crazy. Wow, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I guess looking at that, you know, in hindsight, uh, what is your opinion on certifications, degrees, um, doing them simultaneously? If you can go back and tell younger Thomas, hey, this is what you should do. What would you tell yourself? I would tell myself, focus on your de your, your degree. Mm -hmm. Get your, you know, make sure you get good grades because mm -hmm. I almost did not get accepted into my master's of cybersecurity degree because oh. I, you know, like it was mm -hmm. like my GPA was kind of borderline, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, so I like you know, focus on that, but still have a plan, a solid plan to get mm -hmm. those certs, right? Make sure mm -hmm. you go back and get those certs. There are still certs that I still need to attain, uh, but they're not for me though. Therefore, when I start my company, um, mm -hmm. but any advice I would tell people is that go after the certs that, you know, relates to what you want to do, right? Don't right. go after any cert just because, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's cool to have like this long list of, uh, names behind mm -hmm. your name you know but like can you actually you know uh can you actually task, yeah. do what mm -hmm. those particular certs validate right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and that's why the only certs i have now are things that i can do and that i can do well okay so we know that cybersecurity is a like we said earlier an, an umbrella term so i guess the would you say the second part of advice to that is try to find your niche early on? Maybe uh, early on in your career, say, okay, maybe dedicate myself to becoming a pen tester or something else. Would you Would you agree with that sentiment? Yes, I, I would. I would. Okay. I would say, um, yeah. Um, and that's why I always tell people the first thing that you should do uh, as a cybersecurity professional or an aspiring cybersecurity professional, right, mm -hmm. is to get a foundation in ethical hacking, right? Mm. And I tell people this because even to this day, like I don't perform any ethical hacking tasks, but mm. I draw back on that knowledge when I right. am writing a security control, when I am reviewing a security mm. control, when I am trying to convey why this security control is important, I draw back on my foundation of, you know, me aspiring to be a, a hacker, right? <laughs> yeah. So so I truly think that the foundation of, you know, any cybersecurity professional should be a good understanding mm. of, you know, how attacks happen, mm. right? Yeah, I found it interesting. Actually, I had a good conversation with a few other classmates and um, a lot of them actually got 
a lot of their red team were offensive uh, certs before the blue team certs. You know, mm -hmm. they're getting the pen test plus before the CYSA. And then mm -hmm. once they get the pen test plus, they can fly right through it, you know. I had the misconception, you know, of blue team first and red team, but mm. it's funny how those things change as you continue your education. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yep. yep. So speaking of misconceptions, uh, can you give us some of the biggest mis misconceptions of the industry that you've encountered thus far? Absolutely. Get a degree and you're good. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, that was that that was so wrong, right? Mm -hmm. uh, all of my when I was getting my degree, all the professors was like, hey man, once you get this degree, you know, you can get any job you want. And that was just, that was so not the case, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, you know, it was, a, it took a lot more work to actually get my job outside of just having mm -hmm. a degree. Um, mm -hmm. Another misconception that I uh, found was that, you know, um, before I, you know, landed my first job, you know, I thought that, you know, you know, like I had to be like an expert, you know, in like everything and like everything cybersecurity. And what I found is that, you know, like companies really look for people who they can teach, right? Rather than them like knowing like like everything under the sun, right? You know that's right. just not possible. And I tried that. I tried to be like this super cybersecurity guy, learn <laughs> about hacking, learn about incident response, learn about forensics. I tried to do all that, and it just mm. did not work, right? Mm. So yeah, so like you don't have to know it all. You just have to know something, right? Right, right. <laughs> And try to, I guess, try to, you know, somewhat master or be at least consistent on one thing. Um, exactly, you know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just looking at my coursework for my bachelor's degree, it takes you all over the place. So <laughs> it's going to be kind of interesting to see uh, where to go. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's really funny you said that. Uh, because when I was getting my bachelor's and then when I transitioned to my master's in cybersecurity, mm -hmm. um, I was able to focus more on one particular thing when I got my master's as opposed mm. to my bachelor's, it was like all over the place. And mm. I was not able to like master one particular domain, mm. right? So, um, and when I got my master's, I was able to, you know, really hone in, you know, on, you know, uh, all right, you know, vulnerability management, right? That's, mm. that's what I do. Like that's key, right? That was my particular specialty. And actually that's still my specialty to this day. Mm. Okay. Okay. So you're in a pretty uh, advanced role, senior role. Um, what do you do nowadays to maintain your knowledge even further your education? Um, do you still uh, see in the background you have books there? Um, what are the resources you might, you know, use oh, yeah. to keep that going? Yeah. So I read more. I read a lot. Um, mm -hmm. It's funny because I didn't read a lot when I was getting my master's because I was just really trying to like get the assignments done, you know, that I really did not have a chance to like sit down and just like read every single word. Mm -hmm. But now I read more. I read books on like general cybersecurity topics. I read books on how cybersecurity relates to, you know, um, you know, on like an international scale, you know, with mm -hmm. nation states and things like that. Um, 
Also, um, if you go to my uh, my bio on my IG, there is um, a link there. Uh, mm. And inside that link, it's a list of resources that I still use like to this day. Um, but my job actually has a very extensive bank of classes and mm. books that I use. Um, and also because I'm a veteran, uh, we actually have this site called that uh, Fed BTE that mm. has that has a lot of uh, cybersecurity classes that relates to the NIST framework or the mm. cybersecurity framework rather. Mm. Okay, awesome. That's good to know. That's going to be uh, good for people trying to make the transition too. Um, people have to understand IT and cybersecurity is a, a lifelong learning journey um, until you retire. So that's good to know that you you read more. A lot of people don't like to read. That's a <laughs> A little reassuring, for yeah. Readers. <laughs> no, yeah, like I have to, like I have to, like all right, let's start reading. Like I read like two books, like a a month now. So mm, wow, that's key. That's yeah, cool. those books aren't small. I bet. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, that there is uh, my current selection right there. Uh, yeah. Actually, um, I'm actually trying to um, develop my Python skills a bit more because for my job, that's what I do. Like I write Bash and I write. Python, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, no, those are, you know, those two things that I'm really trying to master right now. All right, awesome. Good to know. Good to know. All right. All right. So I have two more questions for you before you wrap mm -hmm. it up. Um, so say that I came to you just one day out of the blue, say, hey, mm -hmm. five years from now, I want your job. Give me the roadmap. What advice would you give me uh, to make it to your current position as a senior cybersecurity engineer? Yeah. So, um, you know, I kind of fell into this particular role or this, mm. this particular uh, sector. Mm. Um, but but one thing that I used um, to get here is I really looked at where the industry was going. Mm. And I tried to, you know, map out my skill set, you know, in that direction. Mm. Um, but on the flip side, I will tell you that if you really are trying to, you know, become a security engineer, specifically for the government, right? Mm. Learn the tools that they use. For example, mm. Nessus, they use, we use Nessus heavy. That's like our mm. main vulnerability scanning tool. And that's one that I have been using since I was, was able to pivot to cyber. Mm. And also learn compliance, right? Learn how to answer a security control, learn how mm. to do a self-assessment, right? When you learn how to, you know, do a self-assessment and answer a security control and then speak mm. to how you, you know, will build that cybersecurity control into a system, you know, mm. then you're starting to think, you know, like a cybersecurity engineer because you're now building controls and you're now thinking about, all right, well, I have this particular system. We are currently designing it how does security fit into that system right right okay awesome that's a great advice for anybody that might be interested i'm also trying to decide so i'm not gonna say i'm gonna take that roadmap and i appreciate you <laughs> giving the listeners that yeah. so uh, finally uh let us know let the listeners know where we can find you on instagram youtube your website cybertommy.com could you give us a little rundown of where to find you online yes sir so um i'm not on youtube um yet um but i'm um, sorry <laughs> huh? So sorry, we talked about that. I didn't mean to put it out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, but um, I'm on IG, you know, at cyber.tommy. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have a website called 
cybertommy.com where I just blog, you know, uh, give, you know, small tidbits. Uh, I, I'm actually uh, trying to develop a repository of resources for people to, you know, to use to take their security plus because there are training out there that costs like thousands of dollars and Way too much, people yeah. don't have that, right? That's mm-hmm. crazy. That's one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to cybersecurity is that the cybersecurity education is just absurdly expensive. Um, so I'm trying to build like a repository of just free and cheap resources that people can use. So mm-hmm. head to my website and just check it out. Head to my IG, give me mm-hmm. a, a follow and yeah, man. Yeah. Awesome. We'll have it in the show notes below. Well, thank you, Thomas, uh, so much for joining. Um, I've been following you for quite some time. It's been great. Learned a lot. Yes, sir. Um, and thank you, man. We'll catch you next time when you make it to the CISO spot. <laughs> I appreciate it, bro. Thank you. Yes, sir. You have a good one. You too. And that's a wrap. Thanks to everyone that made it this far. We appreciate you guys' support. Thanks again to Thomas for coming in and doing the first episode of Real Talk with us. As you mentioned in the podcast, all of the information will be in the show notes. You can find him at cyber.tommy on Instagram or cybertommy.com for all of his blogs. If you guys are interested in following us as well, you can find us on Instagram at the Cyber Club. That's T-H-E-C-Y-B-R-C-L-U-B on Instagram. Please like and subscribe. We appreciate all that from you guys. We'll catch you guys next show. Have a good one.